Hello, thank you for listening to the Sip with Sidrid podcast with yours truly, Sidrid Rivera. Please feel free to share this with a friend. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And as long as I'm alive, you are never alone. Now let's listen in. Let's get this party started. All right, so here it is. The um, the verse and the chapter, right? It's from Jeremiah 32. Jeremiah 32, verse 27. It says, I am the Lord God of all humanity. Nothing is too hard for me. How powerful is that? Nothing is too hard for me. And so the title of today's message is Put Your Problems Into Perspective. Yowch! Put your problems into perspective. I kind of like feel if God were like in our time right now, he would literally be like, put your problems into perspective. Let's get it together. (laughs) Right? That's how I can, I can see him saying, get it together, girls. Let's do it. Okay. So it says here, you tend to allow your troubles to be the focus of your life and desperation is the result. Bring every single one of your problems to me and allow me to handle them. There is nothing that I can't do. Nothing. Don't forget that I sustain you through troubles and strengthen you to endure your trials. And remember that it's the testing of your faith that develops perseverance. I have purposes for all I allow in your life. The trials and tribulations are all a matter of perspective. Everything becomes small in light of my greatness. I just need you to change your perspective, viewing everything you're facing through my eyes and not your own. Hmm. Your struggles for answers to prayers when the answers may lie within you. I'm going to say this again. You struggle for answers to prayers when the answers may lie within you, changing your perspective and cut and overcome any adversity. Remember that I'm big enough and powerful enough to take care of your burdens and calm your worries. I love this. I am the answer to all of your problems. I will help you in the, your failing health the brokenness of your relationships, the despair from financial crisis, and in the midst of the sin you're drowning in. I am enough. Tell me this is not powerful. This is so good. I mean, there's, it's so good that I've got, look, a lot that I wrote today, a lot. Um, and so I need to make sure I share this with you very, 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 very quickly, as quickly as possible. And I couldn't get in here sooner. I would have, but I just came back from a doctor's visit. So it's like I'm running around with a chicken without, uh, without a head. I think that's how the saying goes. Anyway, I love that it says, here it is. You tend to allow your troubles to be the focus of your life and desperation is the result. So issue number one, right? We are the ones that are focusing on our problems. Every, and it says here, bring every single one of your troubles to me and allow me to handle them. And here's the powerful thing, ready? It says, there is nothing that I can't do, nothing. 
I think that even though that's not indicated as a scripture verse, it should have been, right? Because it's such a powerful statement. There is nothing I can't do, nothing. Like that's just the basic of me. But if you say that out loud, if you say that with proud, if you say that screaming and yelling that Jesus, that there's nothing I can do. In other words, as if if Jesus was talking to you, it might seem and feel so much more powerful and you might seem and feel so different. And so there is nothing that I can't do nothing. Now this is as if God is talking to us, right? And there is a verse in the Bible that says, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me, right? So it's kind of like he says there's nothing he can do. And in the, in the, in the verse in the Bible says, there's nothing I can't do through him. Isn't that powerful, huh? And so here's the other thing I wanted to touch base. Uh, I love that it says, don't, uh, I love that it says, and remember that it is the testing of your faith that develops perseverance. Now what's perseverance? Do we know? It is being persistent in doing something despite of how difficult it could be. It's just being like, you just, you're going to do it no matter what. That's what perseverance. You're gonna perceive. You're just gonna go forward. You're gonna take action. You're gonna make it happen. It doesn't matter how difficult. It doesn't matter how impossible. You are different, and you're gonna make it happen, right? So it says here, and remember that it is the testing of your faith that develops your persistence. It develops your strength. It develops the, that you're going to focus on things. I have purpose. Listen to this. I have purposes for all I allow in your life. I don't have a purpose. He says I have purposes. Uh Uh-huh. Right? So for everything that's going in your life, that means that there's a purpose for that thing that is going. You might be having 10 different things going in your life. There could be 10 different purposes, 10 different reasons why they are happening. God's got 10 different ways that he's going to um, help you, guide you, and you will be inspiring others through that. Everything becomes small in the light of my greatness. I just need you. Listen, this is God asking us. I just need you to change your perspective. Your viewing. Perspective, again, is your viewing. Difficult term is it's just your, your viewing. And then view everything you're facing through my eyes and not your own. And I love that he says here. Remember that I'm big enough and powerful enough to take care of your burdens and calm your worries. And then here's my favorite, ready? Because, you know, if we're going through trials and tribulations, it's just a matter of where is your faith at at that moment? Who are you looking to resolve or to help or to comfort, right? Or to calm the storm? Who are you looking to help you with that? If you're looking for another human being, well, that's not going to be so helpful. If you're looking on yourself to do it, well, that's also not going to be so helpful. Because here's what it says. It says, I am the answer to all of your problems. So if you're trying to figure out how do I reserve your problem, how do I reserve this problem? How can, but God, what can I do next? How can I do it? Maybe it's not you who needs to do it. Maybe it's him. Maybe he's the one that you need to put that that trial, that tribulation, that question, that problem, that burden, that frustration, 
with that hardship, right? And it says, I am the answer to all of your problems. I will help you in your failing health, in the brokenness of your um, relationships, in the despair from financial crisis, and in the midst of the sins you're drowning in. It says, I am enough. You know, I looked in, the, I looked in Google this morning and I looked to see what are the top struggles that people have. What are the top 10 struggles, five struggles that people go through? And here's a couple of them. Number one, health. That was the number one. And so it's funny because that's God's number one, by the way. In this book, it says, I will help you with failing health, right? Number two says mental health, which for me, which I believe is also failing health, right? You're struggling. You're having a difficulties. Number, th- number three was overcoming um, trauma. Okay, here, the brokenness of relationships. Do you think that's overcoming trauma? Drama? Trauma? All of it? Yeah, I think so. And that's the second one here. The broken of a relationship. I believe that's trauma, right? Number four says processing feelings, okay? All right? And then you have here, it says um, um, uh, careers and finances. And number four here says the despair from financial crisis. Is that not ironic? There's other ones that are there, but for the for the for the sake of of what we're reading, it's literally like one two three four one two three four. It's right here. It's and and why, the reason why I say isn't that ironic is because this was bit written a long time ago, and the art of the 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 information I found in Google was also it was like not the same author. It's two different people. Two different um, articles, two different thing, uh, documents, right? And so I love that it says, I will help you in your failing health, in the brokenness of your relationships, in the despair up from financial crisis. Right there, those are the top three, right? Not that the other ones are any less of importance. That's not what we're saying. But those are the top three that are mentioned. And in the midst of the sin that you're drowning in, your sin could be addicted to something, uh, an adulteress, um, a murderer, um, anything, anything else, you know. And then it says, I am enough. He's enough. And when we start to choose to believe that, when we start to choose to believe that God is enough to handle all of our problems, life becomes much more easier, easier to deal with. It doesn't mean that we don't get trials and tribulations. It just means it becomes easier because we know who to surrender them to. That's what it means. So that's my message for today. And I hope that it impacts somebody. I hope it helps somebody to understand where do we need to go when we're having those traps and tribulations? What do we need to look at? You know, what we need to read? What can, what can be helpful? Where are we in our life, right? Because if there's some things that are not where you want them to be, how can you make that happen? You can. You can make it happen, and the book is going to tell you how to do it. So, dear God, I just come before your presence, and I thank you so much for the wonderful people that have come and gone in this video and this live. I thank you for those that are coming later, and they will hashtag replay. I thank you for who this will impact, who this will change, who this this message will help them to see and, and hear 
where you want them to go and what you want them to do. Maybe it'll answer a prayer they've been waiting for. And I just pray, Father, that it touches people's lives. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this day that you've given us. Many other people did not get to wake up today, but we were able to get up. Some of us are able to breathe and see and feel and touch and just hear what's going on around us. We get to still use our senses. And so thank you, God. And we pray all this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. 